0: Shut up, and sit down.
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to a short but thrifty and fun episode of Third Shift. It is episode 233, and I of course am one of your hosts, the inglorious bastard himself, Mr. Eric. (laughs) What the f*** are you talking about? (laughs) What are you doing? It's a mind flip day, all right. You don't know who I am. I don't know who you are. I'm the Inglorious Bastard. And you are the light bearer, the light bringer, Mr. Matt himself. I'll take it. He's here today to bring the happiness, to bring the joy to this beautiful episode. We've got a little bit of this and a little bit of that for you, which we'll explain after we tell you how our weeks have been.
0: How was my week? Oh, it was a fantastic week, <laughs> Mr. Eric.
1: I'm not going to give it. You just got to jump in, man. Come on, just jump in. You just got to
0: give it. So you got to spoon feed it to me. I don't know when, I don't know when to jump in. When know. you say how our weeks were, I got to go, hey, man, you got well, to introduce it. You didn't, you didn't say that this is where I got to do it. It might have been you first. Like, it never is. But it could have been this time. It could have been. Yeah. You could have just steamrolled right on through it. Anything can happen. It's third shift. Anything can happen. But what can actually happen is... I just have a weird funky week of just I don't even know what real life is just blah snow snowmageddon out here's blah video game life is just blah I'm in a funk I was in a funk last week I'm in like double funk this week. The One Saving Grace, Animal Crossing New Horizons. I'm finally starting. I start shuffling up the whole island. Stuff's finally starting to fall into place. I just had the festival event, like Carnival or Mardi Gras, so that was kind of cool. Got a bunch of new things, placed them all over the island, rearranged people's houses and stuff all around them. Having a lot of fun with that, like I always do. Of course, over the long weekend that I had, Friday had an Outer World stream. That, of course, is always fun. I love playing it, love laughing, and having a great time with that game. Uh, let's see, over the weekend I played a little bit more of Rogue Legacy, because I was just staring at my PS5, and you gave me a great idea last week of saying, hey, play 13 Sentinels Aegis Rim, but we both know it's right around the corner, and I went, as soon as that happens, I'm not going to play this game, as mo- as good as it is going to be, so I- it needs it needs its own chunk of time. And also, we, you and I were talking about, hey, maybe I'll play Control. And as soon as I started up and I saw the screen, I went, yeah, I'm going to play some Control. Then I went, you know what's right around the corner, dude? You're not going to have time for this. You're going to be streaming that and having all the funs with that. Okay, well, I don't know what to do then. I don't know what I'm doing. Something I didn't put on the show notes, I played Wilmot's Warehouse over the weekend. Like two big, long play sessions of that. Had a ton of fun with that. I wasn't sure how much I'd like it, but the whole organizing your warehouse and now you get to take stock and rearrange everything with no time limit put stuff here put stuff there it's kind of weird cuz nobody ever mentioned you know you you get different stocks of different items that your company carries but just randomly like some of the some of the shipments you get it's just two things like a millions of them and you know you used to carry like four so they'd be stuck off in this corner now you got to accommodate this giant like brick of items somewhere either make them a giant line sticking out from that one little corner or like some big snake path of them or just make space for this giant brick of stuff just chunk 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 but then once the stock tank comes and you have the unlimited time you rearrange your whole warehouse to accommodate all this stuff slowly using it then another big dump comes it sounds i mean it, it sounds boring but it's there's something fun about that game, that art style, the little square men's and little square items. You get a little robot buddy who you can drop him, by unsorted stuff, and he'll grab up one of them and go, dzz, 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 and carry it off, and sometimes he'll screw up your stuff, but it'll at least be over with the other ones. You know what I'm saying. But there's something about that game. Even after the game's over, you get the option to just visit the warehouse and run around and see your little your carefully sorted piles of stuff. And something about that is just super satisfying. So I played that, had a lot of fun with that. Played one play session of Streets of Rage 4, because I was in that, like, I need something quick. I need a quick bites game, because something's coming right around the corner. That was perfect. I saw it on the Game Pass, downloaded it, played one big, long play session of it, and I was like, okay, this this is good. Some beat-em-up action, because I just did two beat-em-ups not too long ago. Really stylish, playing along with the funky tunes and having a good time with that. But then the other game that I finally started, I don't know why I picked it out of the Game Pass lineup, because I passed on Control, I passed on 13 Sentinels Aegis Rim. I was scrolling around, I was like, man, what else can I get? I don't know, I need something. And for some reason, Quantum Break stood out. The one Remedy game I've never played, because it was Xbox exclusive, and now I have an Xbox to play it. And I went, you're going in the queue, and I added add to play later, and I went, all right, cool, and then my thumb hovered over the A button instead of the X button when it was over install, and I went, yeah, I'm just gonna do it, click, so I had a couple play sessions of that, I'm enjoying it so far, because it's all around, I mean, you remember, everybody remembers, all about time manipulation, and kind of getting like time manipulation powers in the shooter, and then on top of the gameplay, there's like a like a TV series that you kind of watch in between certain episodes of the game. You watch an episode of the TV series, and choices in the game affect the episode of the TV series you get to see. I'm not too far into it yet, but I'm enjoying it. They've just kind of introduced some like time manipulation puzzles a little bit into the game. And then the shooting aspects are, I mean, just as good as controls are. I mean, Remedy always does solid shooting, so I don't know. I'm enjoying it. It's kind of fun, though, to see, like, the main actress in control, Courtney Hope. She's in Quantum Break as a a more minor part. Uh, But I saw her her face in the game, and I was like, there's no way that's her. There's no way. And I looked it up. IMDB. Yep, there she is. Oh, man. And then, of course, you got Littlefinger in there. You got all these other recognizable faces. You got one of the hobbits in there, Dominic Monaghan, I think his name is. So I'm enjoying it. And it's just bite-sized enough, because I can play through an Episode of the game, or a stage, or a level, and then oh, it's it's time for an episode of the show. I got twenty minutes. Boop. All right. And when it's done, you're loading into the next level of the game. All right. Time for bed. Save and quit. So I feel like this will be maybe, maybe this is be the bite-sized game that I need to kind of get me through if it's a night where I don't feel like playing the thing that's right around the corner, or something, or need a break. The levels are short enough that you can just kind of gun through them and. 10, 15, 20 minutes, and have a pretty good time. So I'm enjoying Quantum Break. I enjoyed the Rogue Legacy runs that I did. Animal Crossing is great. Outer Worlds is great. You know what? It was a great week, Eric. I played a ton of great games. I always start off know, in a and funk and say, this and week you're, sucked. You're and then insane. I go,
1: damn. Wait a minute. It's so good. I actually played a
0: crap ton.
1: I'm ridiculous.
0: Uh-huh. And then NXT TakeOver Vengeance Day was over the weekend. That was a great show, too. I'd never talk about wrestling on here anymore, and it was a fantastic show. AEW Dynamite last night was dynamite. It was amazing. Ah, it's a fantastic week, except for literally anything outside of these four walls of my house. How about you, dude?
1: Gosh, bless. I'm glad you finally had a turnaround, man. I'm glad for you. I feel good. I feel good about it. For me, I was a busy little bumblebee. I was so busy. All right? Work and stuff, blah. Yeah, it's just like you said, it tries to destroy your whole soul and your whole body. Your whole, and then speaking of bodies, (laughs) I (laughs) pinch nerves in my left eye and my shoulder. I can barely move. It hurts like excruciatingly as I do all these vague hand motions and stuff. It's fantastic. (laughs) But none of that matters because I was a busy little boy and I was like, man, I got to get some stuff done. We didn't have any big plans. So I got near automata booted up. Boom, got through the K ending. Real hard ending, everybody, just in case you don't know. You got to eat this mackerel. <laughs> oh,
0: uh-huh.
1: It's insane. Yeah. Really tough to get. A really difficult ending. One of the probably the coolest endings. Got that ending. <laughs> it is the coolest ending. That's,
0: I wish all games had an ending like that you could
1: yeah. get. So I got the K ending. Then I played and I played and I played and I played and I played. I can't even tell you how much I played. I played And then I got the A ending, which is the first ending. Mm -hmm. So I'm finally through the first actual playthrough of said game. And I went, Oh no, this ain't over. This ain't over. There's all these quests I couldn't even do because I didn't have, you know, my boy with me. He he took off, he got all lost, and I had to go find I won't spoil stuff, even though it's an ancient game at this point. But let me say, 9S, I need him with me. There's some stuff I can't do until he's with me. So I gotta play again.
0: Hey man, you can call them nines, you know. Not if you not want. not you can call yet. Them nines. Not
1: yet. We're not there. <laughs> she she, tr- she went she she went. that's as far as we've got. That's all she's willing to go. She did it one time. So two B's got some learning and some loving to do, and we're, and we're not there yet. So I've got to play again because as everybody should know at this point, Nier Automata has like a whole bunch of you know, playthroughs and it changes how you play and who you're as, you know, who you're playing mm-hmm. as and what, what's going on. And I, I don't know the whole thing, but I'm assuming even the story itself shifts a little bit because like two A, they were like, hey, here this character is and then you went in on one mission, you found some of the recorders, which explained absolutely nothing. And then anime went, Oh yeah, man, you're like I, I don't even want to talk to you right now about it. And that was it. That was the whole story in your first playthrough for that. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's not it. That ain't it. No, 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 no. We got more. So they left a lot of breadcrumbs, a lot of clues, a lot of uh, inclinations that hey, the story's actually not done. So y- you need to go through. So loved it. I just I wish the game like I told you already before. Those the damn missions are so cr- chaotic and crazy, and. Sometimes it just drives me up a wall because I'm like, well, can I do this one? Go over there, go travel for seven minutes over to that area. Oh, no, this is like a level 80 mission. Could you at least tell me so I don't travel all the way over? Like the sand one. Hey, come to the sand. Oh, you can't actually access it. Why is it here if I can't actually get to it this playthrough? Why are you doing this to yeah. me? Stop it, you guys. Like I'm wasting my time coming to these things, trying to do all these things, and I can't do them.
0: Maybe if it was a rumor instead of, like, a quest marker, yeah. you can go to, like, hey, you know, somebody should really go check out that area over there. And, like, maybe if it was even in your quest log, like, huh, maybe sometime I'll have a chance to go do this, but not right now. Mm-hmm. Something like that, like yeah. a hint. and when like, you got it's for there, you, it's, the it's
1: inaccessible, and you went, oh, okay. But when you don't know, yeah. you're like, oh, I'm just an idiot. There's probably some trick I don't know. No, it's actually, you just can't. You literally can't, because it's not, it's not yeah. meant for now. It's meant for the second or third or fourth
0: playthrough. So it's Yeah, a- that, now now I'm starting to remember. There uh-huh. were a couple of those, like the special things. You uh-huh. go and you're like, we don't need you here. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah,
1: I only will accept you if you're the hacker. Well, 9S is with me.
0: Yeah, just make him do it. He's right here. Hey, idiot. To- do the
1: thing. 9S, he wants a hacker. No, we gotta go through play through two or three, whatever one is where you do nine S instead of two B when you're doing all the fights and everything else, doing the hacking Mm -hmm. things. (sighs) So I'm like it's so awesome. So much good shit. And that not last boss battle because it wasn't the last boss battle, you know, that's obviously the different character, but the the one with the big machine over the ocean. Mm -hmm. Man. Oh, I felt like I was some kind of god. I was dodging Mm -hmm. bullets, flying around like crazy, replenishing my health I'm like look at me, I'm in the matrix such a good time felt great everything about it made me feel like just a king of the game and i was
0: loving it you really are making me want to play it again right now <laughs> just talking about the hacking stuff i didn't even say the hacker but as soon as i yeah that area you can't go to yeah it's because you have to go there as nine s and do the hacking thing mm-hmm. and in my brain popped up all the beautiful images of all the crazy hacking stuff you get to do with them oh my god it's so, so good, good.
1: It's so good. And then just seeing like the androids interrelate and just, you know, have these these personal relationships with one another, but oh, even yeah. though they're kinda machines and they start realizing that hey, we're actually just machines too and uh
0: uh-huh.
1: oh such a such a good game. So fantastic. I'm so glad I'm playing it. Like you said, there's a thing coming though that's probably gonna sidetrack me, which I'm sad about, so maybe I can dual wield, but honestly if that thing hits like the way it's probably gonna hit I think everything else is gonna die, which is why I was a busybody. So instead of just stopping there and beating that game, which normally I would do, because you know me, hey, I could play the game. It's time to coast for a little bit. I went no, no, can't do that. So I got in the medium hardcore. All right, went with Bloober team, had a good time, which I'm gonna talk about in a little bit. So I won't elaborate right at this moment. Beat that game too, smoked it, got through the whole kit and caboodle, and I'll talk about that in just a minute and then I went man I'm not done yet. I got this games pass, man. Look at oh, Final Fantasy 12 Zodiac Age. That's the one I I bought that game deluxe edition the whole night never played it. So I downloaded that. I got about 6 7 hours into that and I'm like, "Yeah, man, this is this is actually a good game."
0: That was <laughs> another one that was on that list when I saw it. I was like, "Yeah, I'm going to hit install on this." And I went, "You you never going to finish that game. Never. No. You you absolutely won't." I went, "Okay. I'm I'm not even going to put any any thought, any effort any but when I saw it, I was immediately like, yep, 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 yep. I've never played this before. i got to get it. I saw it, and of course it was
1: yep, 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 yep. And I did it, and I played it, and I love it. And I'm so sad that I was just so angry back in the day when it first came out about the change in play style and everything it did. So it's frustrating because if I'd have played it then, wouldn't have to play it now. But instead, now i got to play it. But there's too much to do, so it's going to get sidelined, and that's sad. But beyond that, I also got a Bloodstained and that was another one i was like oh man i gotta play i can't wait gotten there but never bought it you know never paid for it all that good stuff well i got the games pass it was there so i downloaded it and now i'm like 11 hours in 48 percent of the map you know completed and i'm smoking that game and i'm just like oh yes this is the castlevania fix right here it's even got all the typical frustrating parts where you think you've uncovered everything and now you're just like backtracking and scouring the map trying to figure out what hole what stupid thing you missed what door yeah you, you can get in now but you don't remember it you can't yeah that's where i'm at and i'm like nope 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 can't get stopped here i can't get stopped here so i cheated today and i went all right everybody who and i and google google pulled through. i love google sometimes yeah I typed in this like paragraph, I'm at this point, dun, da, 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 <laughs> what, what would I likely have missed? And sure enough, it actually went, for those who've beaten this and this and this and are stuck, you've probably forgot to go take this item to this thing. And I went, thank you. Thank you, Google, because that's exactly it. Because I they don't even tell you. They don't even tell yeah. you that there's an item you take to this person and they give you a the thing. Well, they don't say it at all. And I'm like, how are you ever supposed to know unless you just, as you're scouring, happen to talk to that person again with the item you got? It's insane.
0: It's Castlevania tradition, man. Simon's Quest. Knock your head against the cliff, and then a tornado carries you away when mm-hmm. you're kneeling with the red crystal or whatever. And it works. <laughs> and off you go. <laughs> I, I will say, I was, when I had my flashcard days, I used to play the DS ones a lot. And I would play them until I got to that point, and I'd just go. I can't I, I didn't pay for this, so I don't care whatever let me let me try the other one. No, it's another weird giant maze of stuff, and well, you can't do anything else. so I guess go back through this whole thing you just did I mean, i I didn't Google it at that time, but I was like, I, i'm getting I'm a grown man, I don't have time for this can't do it.
1: And typically that's what I do, but, you know, for me, I'm, a, I'm a softie for Castlevania, and I've invested a lot of hours into the Bloodstained and really enjoyed it. So I was like, yeah. no, I'm not going to let this be the one thing that just makes me sideline this. And then, of course, with the, the big upcoming secret game, never end up playing it again. Right. Because I'm like, I can beat this game this weekend. I can do it. So if I just get past this, we're going to keep on rolling. So that's what I did, and that's exactly where I'm at at the moment, having a great time with it. I love it. The uh, 2.5D kind of mix, not really having an issue with. I wasn't sure about it when I first saw it, but yeah. it's it's meshing pretty well. It still looks really good, and uh, it's got all the typical Castlevania tropes, especially, obviously, Symphony of the Night, which is where most of its inspiration comes from. So really liking that game. And the story is just meh, but don't care. You know, that's not why you're there. You're there to unlock the mysteries of the castle, get the really cool upgrades. And, uh, and find the best loot to where you can be basically a cheater and not have to worry about anything. Right. Yeah. So that has been what I've been up to this week. Those are the games I've been playing. Real life, don't care. It's been miserable, but you know, there we
0: are. <laughs> so those are the games that I played. Those are the games that you played. A game that I want to play because it was on our wish list for the Q1 2021 show that we did not too long ago. It came out. I had no idea it came out. It came out stealth under the radar for me. I believe it came out on the 12th, so just about a week ago, as you're hearing this, if you're hearing it pretty shortly after we record it, Super Mario 3D World of Bowser's Fury. It's out now on your Nintendo Switch. Go get it. It's a great game. Go Just go play it, because it's 3D World, and then they added a new thing onto it. If you don't know 3D World, it's because you didn't have a Wii U like none of us did. Nobody has like a nobody Wii U. did. Nobody, nobody ever played this game, except for the reviewers, and they said, man, Super Mario 3D World is great, because you mix 3D stuff with kind of like the 2D system of the game. You got levels you know you go through different worlds each world has different levels each level is i wouldn't say it's like full 3d like super mario 64 or galaxy or odyssey style but it's a, a 3d map that you go through and then you get to the flag at the end just like the old old 2d marios but you get all kinds of new power-ups the tanuki suit has different abilities you get boomerang brother suit you get the cat suit which is the big one for this game and you can play through all these levels as Four and then secret unlockable characters you can play as Mario, Luigi, Peach, and Toad with their usual upsides and downsides. And then there's all kinds of other secrets sprinkled throughout. So not only do you have like 117 levels you can go through each level has secret green stars you can collect to use those to unlock more levels they've got like little puzzle box what is it called like mystery house levels where you you go into the little box and then it's like a quick a quick fire stage like a little 2d one-off like a little time stage you got to run through it puts me in mind of when you played super mario sunshine and you had the secret levels where you had no flood and it was like a little kind of little bite-sized platform and pack you get a lot of those People compare these to kind of like WarioWare because they're timed and they're short and you either go through one or a little series of them. So all kinds of good stuff in that game to unlock. Like I said, you got a secret unlockable character that's spoiled for you in every single review because they just show people playing with it. So I don't know if it's a spoiler or not, but you get another character on top of those four. And you can play this not only single player, not only couch co-op multiplayer up to four people. Now you can play it in online mode. I've heard... Good and bad. Super laggy or super fun. So your mileage might vary. You might want to play that a little later if they have to patch some stuff out. But that Super Mario 3D World. By all accounts, a very fantastic game. I didn't have the Wii U, so I can't corroborate it. But every time I, w- I look at it, it looks like what I wanted Galaxy to be. I loved 64. I liked Sunshine. Galaxy kind of fell off. But when I hit Mario Odyssey... It blew my mind again, and longtime listeners, you've heard me talk about it. This feels like the perfect mid-ground from when I fell off to when I fell in love again. I feel like if I had played this, I would have been like a Mario fan straight through. It looks fantastic. From all accounts, it is fantastic, but then they're not only just going to give you an upgraded version of Super Mario 3D World, now they got Bouncers Fury on it, which is what people are speculating as the next step of Mario games, because it goes back to that super mario odyssey style of open world you get a little cat themed area it's all water-based there's little islands with different little challenges you can get cat shines that you're collecting kind of like the power moons in super mario odyssey all kinds of different challenges you can do all around this big area not only do you do that but in the middle there's bowser he's become corrupted by this like dark inky substance and you see his shell kind of like spinning in the water all covered in goop like a little oil slick and then as you're playing, and you're getting this cool stuff, and like, wow, I'm I'm progressing, I'm doing stuff, his shell starts spinning a little faster and faster, now it starts rising up. And now your beautiful, sunshiny skies, you're getting a little rain sprinkled on you. Now it's, now it's a lot more rain. Now the skies are dark. Now the shell is up out of the water. Now, boom, giant evil Bowser that we've seen in all the trailers. He appears. Fireballs are raining down on the sky, putting big old blocks just smashing down into the ground. He's breathing giant fire breath at you. Which can also destroy these Bowser blocks that you can't destroy. So it's a little, you kind of want to get rid of him because he's interfering with your game. But once you get a little pro at it, you can manipulate big old Fury Bowser into destroying these blocks for you so you get more stuff, so you can get more shines, so you can get more power ups, so eventually you can fight the big baddie and then go on to do like you do in every single Mario game. Yeah, you fight Bowser and you beat him, but there's more stuff to do, there's more stuff to collect. And in this open world mode, as you're collecting coins, it's adding to your power-up bank, which is the big mechanic that all the reviewers seem to love, where you can bank power-up. Usually in Mario games, you can bank one. You get the Super Mushroom, you get a cape. If you got another cape, it would go up top. So when you lost your cape, it would come floating down. Now you can bank fire flowers, suits, cat suit, tanuki suit, all this stuff. So if you come up in this open world to a challenge that, hmm, it looks like you've got to climb up this post, but I can't jump up it. I really need a cat suit so I can scramble, scramble, scramble up it. Luckily, it's in my bank here. And I feel like people are making almost too big of a deal out of it, but at the same time, if you're going to have open world and have suit power-ups that are required to beat certain challenges, this is a really cool idea. From all accounts, this is fantastic and really cool. It sounds like a lot of fun, like a perfect mix between that Mario Odyssey, running around as Mario in this open world, doing whatever challenges you want to do, but then... If some challenges do require this upgrade, well, good thing I got all those coins and boom, I got upgrades all over the place. And just, boop, now I'm in the cat suit. Boop, now I'm in the Tanuki suit. Now I'm doing all the stuff I need to do. It's the total package. You got a fantastic game. Not a free upgrade, but a little bonus game on top of it that has all the cool Mario content. A new spin on the Mario way of doing things. It's Super Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury. I'm going to have to pick it up because I missed out on this one and I'm just... Not going to forgive myself if I fall off the Mario train again after jumping on it and throwing my hands in the air and going, wee,
1: last time. It's so much fun.
0: So you should get it, too, out there. In podcast listener land, you, Eric, you should get it for the family. You probably already have it. You probably already beat it. Your kid's just running around his toad. <laughs> wee, daddy, I'm, I'm going to be the princess this time. Daddy, you be Luigi and slide off the ledge. Wee.
1: Now you're correct. I will be getting it. But we do not have it as of yet. But that is definitely going to be a great family game to get. We do, however, have to finish um, Mario Origami King first. So, oh yeah, that's got to get done. Then we'll purchase that one. But it's on the list. Don't don't you make any sort of fuss. I will have that one and be playing it, especially with the kids and the wife and stuff. Because, like you said, allows us all to play together, have a good time, laugh as we kill each other and murder each other, floating in our bubbles, etc., etc. Uh huh. Speaking of murdering, I told y'all earlier I beat the medium. And now
0: you're like, adding a new
1: release that came out three weeks ago. God damn it, Eric. I've been
0: editing stuff out of the medium for the past three podcasts. I'm tired of hearing about the medium.
1: You shut your mouth. No, I will not. Because the game has been beat. And I enjoyed the hell out of this game. And I'm just upset. I'm upset. Because I played through this with the expectation of it being a node to uh, uh, Silent Hill. Resident Evil 1, 2, 3. You know, the old school's. And that's exactly what it was. It's exactly what it was. But all the reviews, all these podcasts I listen to, all of them, they're all in there like, well, you know, we've gotten past tank controls, and that's just not fun, and and fixed perspectives, you know, who does that anymore? da 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 And I'm like, wait a minute. This game is trying to give you the graphics and the power of today's, you know, consoles today's generation but it's trying to give you an experience that you love and remember from you know the silent hill days the the resident evil days
0: you know what the problem is eric Wow. Man. you know what it is we're too old we're not yeah. the journalists of today That's if you true. go on twitter and they're like which which awesome game that you grew up with you see people saying ps2 games uh-huh. we're not we're not these people the, the reviewers, I, I saw it I went on some some IGN review thing and it was like, hey I'm fresh-faced 19-year-old Johnny reviewing the thing, and I went, this guy doesn't know, I can't look at a young person I'm an old man, so they don't remember My that first... these are things that, you said <laughs> this, this is how you remember it from the old days, there's no old days for them to remember, Eric! That's true,
1: they don't even remember those days, and it saddens me though because the Bloober team obviously they made a game to pay homage to those old survival horror games, and they did just that. The graphics are beautiful. Every environment, every camera shot they give you throughout that game is wonderful. I mean, it's really detailed, really good, really in depth. Yes, does it have some of the old archaic problems where, like, you're looking at the the fixed camera angle and you got to interact with something, but it's you know the depth perception's weird and everything. Yeah, that, that happens. However, they give you a tool to deal with it. You go into your like your third sense mode and it highlights the point of interest. It'll highlight like, oh, that thing seems particularly strange. And then all you gotta do is walk up to the highlighted item and interact. And away you go. You get story, you get the P, the key or whatever the hell it is you need, and you move on. So like a lot of individuals are saying, Some of the puzzles were just made no sense, or da 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 da. And I'm like, did you use your third sense? Did you did you use your third sense to find the item, move on to the thing, put the you know the the pipe into the the car lifter, what are those things called, whatever, and lift it up. <laughs> that was a weird motion. <laughs> you probably forgot you had a third sense. <laughs> you probably just sat there clicking buttons going through the whole area like a crazy person. I feel like this game is one of those misrepresented through the the media type games. It is wonderful. It's really good. It's polished. A solid story, especially if you read all the little pieces of lore, which we all laugh and, and talk about, which is 100% true. All the journalists and all those Yahoo's review games don't. None of them pay any attention to anything anymore. They just zoom through the story. And I get it. It's a job for them. They got to get through. They got to get the reviews up. And they got to move on to the next thing. Otherwise, they're going to get fired. I understand. But it still drives me nuts when they're like, well, the story's just meh. Well, did, you, did you actually read all the 72 notes that were left for you in that one room and then this room? No, I ain't got time for that. Okay, well, I mean... Maybe you should know that you actually didn't have time for the story. So you don't know if it was a good story. So don't judge it as a, a mediocre to poor story. Because you just didn't take the time to read it. Well, you should tell it through the storytelling. Once again... I think you're misunderstanding what this game is. It's an homage to a a type of game that used to be very common and popular back in a time frame, and they're they're trying to bring it up to speed to this day and age. Well, well then, well then, tell to me story. Did you actually listen when they're talking to you? No, I skipped those. Uh, I'm gonna tell. So it didn't matter, right? No, didn't matter. Okay, okay.
0: Gotcha. Now, as, as I always do, I'm going to play Devil's Advocate just a little bit. Well, of course. Because there's, there's two games that I played that hit me with narrative stuff and story and backstory and all this stuff before I could even play any gameplay. The first one was Watch Dogs Legion when I started that and still haven't finished that. Like the first room you show up in as your character, there are five audio logs to pick up, and it's like episodes from a podcast in this world. Each one of those is like five minutes long unacceptable and ridiculous same thing happened with quantum break you jump in hey you get dropped off at a place you're going in to meet little finger oh but in this area there's 17 narrative items you can pick up and look at and it's cool and i did it because i'm that guy if you tell me hey there's collectibles here i'm gonna do it If you tell me if you give me a place to explore i'm gonna do it but it was like, here's the entire history of the Monarch Corporation, starting from 1999. Here's a whole timeline, and then here's 18 newspaper articles that you can pick up all around. Here's a person to talk to. Here's a here's a TV you gotta watch. I don't even know who I am yet. Who that guy is that I'm gonna go see? What is the Monarch Corporation? Where the hell am I? You hit me with too much. So I, I'm not saying you can't have one. You can't have the other. Give me give me a little bit of both. Give me some gameplay so I understand what I'm doing, who I am, where I am. Then you can start hitting me with those a little bit, and then whoosh, ramp it up. When the story starts getting deep, then hit me with all the audio logs, all the things. That's all I'm saying. I'm I, I'm hey, with you. You can
1: argue. You can argue that, and that's fine. I want
0: I, I want both, but I want a, I want I want a I want a, I want a, a nice medium. Yeah.
1: Oh, <laughs> not one
0: extreme or the other. I want a medium here.
1: I would say that the medium does a decent job of doing that. I think in the very beginning, it is a tiny bit heavy because they they throw you into the scenario and you're going there on a hunch, on a dream, etc. So you really don't know what the hell's going on. And then you get here, and all of a sudden there's newspaper articles laying around and and, and dead deer, and you know, the, and you're like, what what is happening? So I, I agree. In the beginning, it's kind of like. I, I, why are we even here? What is what? What is the purpose of this game? And they're kind of like, look at this weird hint. Look at this news article telling you about this strange thing that happened in 47 years ago. And you're like, I don't know. So I agree, there is a little bit of that. But if you play for more than like three hours, it just starts to, you know, roller coaster. And it right, gets right, better right, right. and better and better. And a lot of people said that after the wheelchair scene is where they kind of got really invested. And I would disagree. I would say once the Maw is introduced in this game, I think you really feel like you're there. And you understand kind of what's... You don't get what's going on, but you get what's going on. And that's when everything starts to ramp up. The story really starts to go to town. You never really know when things are going to be south or north. And it really just keeps you on edge. The downside, I will say, is it doesn't have the fear factor that Silent Hill 1 or 2 or 3 had. I think the Maw was really cool. And I, and I love those scenes when the mall comes in. But I thought, I think the mall was too easy to figure out how to sneak around or just, you know, get away from. I don't feel like there were too many scenes where the mall was actually a very dangerous, immediate threat. It was always those typical, like, oh, something weird. You know, you hear him, you hear him babbling or doing whatever and... And sure enough, you see his little mirage, or you see him physically, because in, in the medium, you know, got those two different views sometimes that pop in and out. You don't control it. The, the game just does it for you when it wants you to see it. So in the real world, you see him as a mirage, and in the other world, you see him as a you know, physical entity. And so he'll pop up and do stuff. But I do think that was the only weakness of the game, honestly. I think the story was really good. The characters were freaking really fleshed out and awesome. And I want to know more about them. And I want to learn more about them. Which I'll talk in depth on the what you're playing third shift. But all that was fantastic. The mall was really cool. The concept was really good. I just think they underutilized him the way they could have. They could have really made him super terrifying. Because he was terrifying. But I, I don't feel like they did it. They kind of went for like a subtle... Just kind of like, what the hell's going on? All right, this is weird. Oh, man. Instead of that, oh, my God, I'm going to die. But on the other hand, it was nice because then it gave you the opportunity to explore, to find all the secrets and all the little nooks and crannies and notes. Instead of always being fearful that if you wait too long in this room, here comes the baddie busting the door down. and You're screaming and running, and it's just annoying. I don't like that myself, personally. But I do like to be scared and nervous sometimes. And I think at the end of the day, uh, it was pretty light with the scares, pretty light with the fear, and more just into the, not detective, but kind of like intrigue and just what the hell's going on. And at the very end, I won't spoil nothing, but they left it wide open, like so wide open. And I'm so frustrated because the game, it's, I uh, think a 71 on Metacritic, which isn't bad. But we all, let's be a truthful, we all know if it ain't 85 plus, it's garbage. That's kind of the world these days. And I'm like, Bloober is completely competent and completely awesome at what they're doing and trying to do here. And I hope that the medium sells well enough or that the Xbox Pass gives them enough money to where no matter what, they compensate their costs and they're willing to try another medium because the way they left that story, I'm like, you can't do this to me. I mean, yeah, this is a good story. I really enjoyed these characters. I want to know what's going on. And they just were like, nah, you're not going to know now. <laughs> Medium one it's great, but you're not going to know the ending. Sorry. I'm like, that's annoying. That's just annoying. Because I'm like, if you don't get another shot at this, now I just played a game that doesn't have an ending. Great. Son of a gun.
0: <laughs> well, I'll, I will forever back you up on that because I've been through the same thing. One of my favorite games of all time, original Xbox, Advent Rising, The game was buggy, so it got bad reviews. Never will ever have a sequel. But at the end of that game, you go on this giant space opera roller coaster. You're doing all this stuff. At the end of the game, your character gets transported and, like, knocked out on this frozen planet. He's... Wherever in the universe gone, some strange... Like, I think it's an alien or, like, a hooded figure comes and picks him up and carries him to safety. Where is that? What's happening? What's going to happen next? Who knows? It's over. And you'll never know. Maybe there'll be a sequel. Ah. Who knows?
1: And I know they ain't doing it anytime soon either, Matt, because there's a lead-in. Blooper Team said, according to IGN the other day here, we've been working for more than a year on another gaming project, another horror IP, and we're doing this with a very famous gaming publisher. Blooper Team CEO told a gameindustry.biz, I can't tell you who, and I can't tell you what the project is, but I'm pretty sure when people realize we're working on it, they're going to be very excited. And I went, and then, of course, this whole article is about the Silent Hill rumors, which have been just going crazy lately. So we can pretty much mm-hmm. know for a fact there's a couple Silent Hills in progress right now. And the whole thing is that Bloober team is one of the people working on said Silent Hill project, hence probably why they got warmed up with their own title, The Medium, to do such a thing. And so I don't even get to see. I don't even get to see what happens with my boys and girls in the Medium because they're probably working on Silent Hill right now. And I'm like, that's awesome, but I'm also very sad.
0: Well, see, two things on that. One, yes, that is the rumor that's going around on Twitter. Like, as I was texting you earlier in the day, I went, oh, I'm going to check on Twitter. What is? Why is Bloober Team trending? Mm-hmm. What's going on? Bloober Team is a 100% definitely doing the next Silent Hill. Oh, my God, you guys. <laughs> and then the very next tweet, Bloober Team is definitely not doing it. Mm-hmm. Konami says they're working with a Japanese developer. So, like you said, it may be two different Silent Hill. Because you can anybody can do Silent Hill. You can do wh- whatever kind of silent hill you want. Japanese people can do it this way. American people too can do it this way.
1: Multiple people can do it because look at PT. People are itching and aching for something PT. Well, mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like Bloober Team's the type that's going to do that. They just showed you that they want to go old school. They want to go that kind of really this fixed angle, beautiful art, you know, kind of perspective. Well, why would you not? Throw them a bone and do like a Silent Hill in that old school world with the beautiful, uh, you know, updated graphics of PS5 and Xbox and Series X, etc. And then let a Japanese studio or whoever else work on the the PT equivalent of a Silent Hill.
0: I agree with you. Here's the other thing, because you just said, "Oh man, they're never gonna. I'm never gonna see Medium two. You literally just said it. We've been working for a year or more on this project. Well, you know how stuff works. You're gonna see that in a year, but in that year, while they're finishing that up, they're gonna start working on Medium too, because they're gonna get all the big monies from Silent from Silent Hill. I mean, hopefully, it's really good. You said the Medium was really good. I hope that's really good, and then it can just be a nice little, just nice little snowball. They start off as they they packed one snowball and they threw it out. And hopefully that one rolls down the hill, and it gathers up enough to get the silent hill, and then that gathers it up enough to get medium two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight.
1: And you just said it—you know, this little team packed it up, and they're they're throwing a snowball down the hill to see if they can get really big and and move on. So does this count as an indie title for me this month, Matt? No, it does not. No.
0: No, absolutely not.
1: What? What? I mean, but it's not a—it's not a triple A title. I mean,
0: well, so, gee, are we, are so we, is we, anything that's not a AAA title now an indie title? Come on, now,
1: and that's right. a conversation though we should have at some that's point. That's not a
0: conversation. Yes, that's, no, because because no. they got you don't, rid of the you beat. Go-
1: <laughs> TH Nordic is the only ones. Well, now, now racer
0: Group. <laughs> no, you don't go. You don't go from Major League <laughs> Baseball to softball league, drinking a beer and swinging the bat with one hand while you're drinking a beer with the other one. That's not. That, no, there are double A, there's B-level developers. Come on now.
1: Are there really, though? I mean, you know, yes. I feel like all we're seeing is these indie groups coming up to bat at a bigger bracket. You know, there's still indie it's groups. Cause,
0: that's because oh, you have only play the biggest and the hottest games. Oh, okay, you only watch right. the biggest and the hottest. The biggest and the e- hottest one. Earth Defense Force, that's not an indie game. That series has been going on forever. That's a B-level group. How about some other thing? I can't remember right now. Yeah, oh, uh, near Thomas. All, all that... three.
1: That's square. <laughs> Shut up! You're crazy. Blandum and Square. They ain't They're AAA, man.
0: <laughs> yes and no, I would say. How about Bloodstain? That well, that was sort of that's indie because he's split that's indie off.
1: because he split off and did it with his own little group of people. So
0: what about I... Remedy? Remedy's not AAA. Yeah, they your your favorite. Your favorite. They're... They're they're they're, level, the, they're the they're, single they're I, a. I
1: would put them A class. Yeah, they're single A class. But even with Control's success, I would start to put them in the AAA. So we'll see where they go from here. But uh, I agree I before feel, I feel Control, that's... I feel like they were just your single A class. Sorry. This is just, this, is a, this, is, a this is a whole different conversation. We can't color. go down this road. We can't do it. We can't do it. <laughs> I just wanted to see if I could get away with, you know, Medium I'm not, being I'm my, not, my I'm not allowed
0: to give... I'm, oh I can't give you a pass, Eric. You know, I'm I'm a boss now. I got rules. I can't... I got rules, I can't, regulations. I can't, I can't be nice to... You can't know, play people. favorites. Yep.
1: Yep. <laughs> yeah, That's the way it's going.
0: The only favorites I can play are with myself, just like you. You can play favorites with yourself. I can play with myself. You can play with yourself. It's great.
1: That's a good nail. That's a decent system. I appreciate <laughs> it. I'm glad you're giving me the permission. I am <laughs> thankful. <laughs> so... <laughs> With that being said, I'll talk more about the medium the medium later. I just want to let y'all know, if you like old school Silent Hills, old school Resident Evils, that kind of game, you will like this game. Don't listen to anybody else. If you are younger folk who, who are not familiar with those older games, you may get frustrated because it does have tank controls. And you, you got you run slowly and kinda of chonk around and it's fixed camera angles so you're like, Oh, I can't see this particular angle. I can't wow why can't I have three D movements <laughs> piss <Pitch> me off? <laughs> that may happen. That may happen. So you have to understand where this game is and what it's trying to do. Just saying. Don't let the haters tell you nothing else. That's a damn good game if you are faithful and loving of the old games that came before it.
0: And speaking of games that came before, we talked about Borderlands 3, but there's a game that came before, literally right before. It's called Borderlands 2. we got shift codes for golden keys in that game. So hit up three of the reforms Instagram. Hit up your preferred ship code provider. Get yourself free looted that fantastic game. That was there's no way to segue back to this gearbox stuff. After we went, we went straight <laughs> so off the cliff. We <laughs> drove. We were Thelma and Louise. We drove yep. off the cliff into a topic that we're arguing late. about AAA games. And oh wait, uh, hang on. We gotta get back on the cliff though. Ship calls for Golden Case of Borderlands
1: well, I swear to God, we do the thing. But unfortunately, there's not a lot of news. <laughs> <laughs> and the only other tidbit besides getting yourself some of them keys and having a good time in the old Borlands 2 which by the way is on Switch if you if you don't know it's been on the Switch uh, you can play it there uh, so just consider that in, just in, two different
0: formats, in two different formats no less you can get in the handsome collection and the legendary collection
1: mm-hmm. so just a little minor note out there for you you can do that <laughs> And, uh, yeah, it's a good game. But also, speaking of good games, Borderlands 3 is a pretty good game. You know what I mean? And, uh, Killer Six, Jolts Dude, Mitsu, and the group, they're like, hey, we gotta do us the hunt 2021. They gotta make it happen. And they did. The registration was up like last week or whatever. I'm sure you can still get on there right now and mess with it if you want because it doesn't officially begin till March 1st and it goes through March 5th. So if you want in on that action, go check it out. Go to the dedicated website or go find Killer6, Joltz Dude, Mitsu. Uh, even Mental Mars, I'm sure, has links, etc., to it all. So go check out those folks. Get your butt in there and get some action on playing some Hunt 2021, finding those legendaries, getting the points, being a superhero, being amazing. It always sounds great. I just, I got so much I got to get done. And I'm like, dang it, I don't have time.
0: You're especially not going to have time because that game's right around the corner. I know. And that's going to take you at least through a lot of March. There ain't no way it's getting done before the hunt. So it's all o- it's over. We can't we can't do the hunt this year either. No. We're going
1: to miss the hunt this year because that game from what I hear is about 30 to 40 hours long. So yeah, it's going to be most of the way through March.
0: The thirty to forty hours was that completionist hours. No, Oh, no, because that's because 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 I need
1: platinum hours. I need uh-huh. I need the platinum
0: need hours. Flat. yeah.
1: So uh-huh. probably sixty hours. So yeah, I'm gonna be a busy little boy, having uh-huh. a busy little time, playing a busy little game soon.
0: Absolutely. So, what are you guys gonna be playing out there pretty soon in podcast listener land? Tell us that via the email at gmail.com on the Twitter machine at thirdshiftme and find us on Facebook under the third Shift. Oh, what's that? What am I pointing at right now? What am I looking? I don't know. I can't see. What's he? What's he got? What? Who ordered the
1: whoop-ass fajitas? Uh, we got oh. a mailbag
0: question. Oh my gosh! We got a whole slew of them, but I'm gonna read one because it's a quick, easy one because I know the answer to it already. And let me just, let me just, ooh, let me just spin it up here. A question for us. A mailbag question. One. Of the many, we're just doing the one today, so don't get don't get antsy. don't Don't let your wife get mad at me.
1: Oh Sam, looking at looking at that time. Mm. <laughs>
0: <clears throat> this question reads from our buddy Howard W. He writes in to say, "Question for the mailbag." I know it's been a long time, but to be fair, it takes time to write a novel. This is a long mailbag, but I'm I'm only reading the first one. Okay, going forward, there have been a few questions I've been wanting to ask you guys. Let's go back in time together to a time when Eric mentioned purchasing the VR headset for the PlayStation 4. No other mention of that purchase was ever mentioned again. That's not true. He had mentioned it a couple times. But anyway, so my question is, how was it? How did it change your gaming experience? Do you still use it? I can answer that question. Has Matt tried it? I can answer that one, too. (laughs) I would like to hear more (laughs) about it and maybe even have a Twitch stream of your playing it. I can answer that question, too. But first, I can say... Yes, he has played it. He, he does still play it because I was on the PSN once and, it's, and I saw it was like, VR Madness with your old pal Eric. And I went, what in the hell? Has Matt tried it? No, he hasn't. Is Eric ever going to stream it? No, he won't. But... Fill out the rest of that mailbag question for us. How was it? Do you like it? Was it cool? Is it awesome? What do you say?
1: Oh, man. Well, first off, VR is great. It is super cool, super fun. The games are great. It's so cool to just put the mask on and either, A, get interactive like with Beast Saber where you're freaking f- jumping around doing all sorts of hoo haws or playing Astrobot sitting there and just looking around with your head physically at objects and seeing the Astrobot like, get up in your face and, and you see the environments, like, you know, A foot away from you like when you're inside of it and then looking down and seeing the expanses it's super cool it's it's actually a lot of fun here's the here's the problem here's the big problem first off whenever i do get it hooked up which is a huge headache uh obviously the kids want to play and and i want to let them play because i want them to enjoy games and if that's what they want to enjoy then i try to let them enjoy it and secondly when i play i get sick uh it doesn't jive with me very well I can usually do about 15 to 30 minutes, and that's about my max extent of play time with VR. Uh, I don't get seasick, I don't get airsick, I don't get any kind of sick. So I thought I would be good to go. Unfortunately, that's not the case with VR. I put the VR headset on, and I get hot. I get really hot, I start to feel a little little unsettling, but I don't puke or nothing. I just, I just feel unsettled. And obviously, no one likes that feeling, so after about 30 minutes, I'm like, man, this is so great, but I just really kind of feel not great anymore, and I'm going to take this off. <laughs> so VR is awesome, and I really see it going someplace and having a good time in the future, and I want it to. I want that to be something we do, but for me, at the moment, it's it's rough. So with that being said, the VR was the other big thing. The The Borderlands VR, I know everybody was asking about. I already I told you all. Gearbox sends me a copy. I won't play it. But I've already played Borderlands 2 several times, lots of times. I'm not going to buy another copy. I can't do it. I can't do it.
0: Come on, dude. I'm sure the v- even the VR version has got to be like five bucks now. Come on. Come on.
1: Come on. It's possible. Or you
0: can, or you can, I know you got a free copy on your computer. I'm sure you can YouTube university, some rinkety jink setup and hook your PSVR into your computer and then use the unofficial Unofficial. borderlands 2 VR hack mod to get it super crazy and just make your head like literally explode.
1: Yeah. That would probably be what happens. So no, for the moment I don't have it. (laughs) If I did see it for, you know, a couple bucks, sure. Maybe, but I'm not paying no full price for another Borderlands 2. Even if it is a cool, crazy Borderlands 2 in VR, I can't do it. I can't justify the cost because there's too many other games coming out. And secondly, I can only play it for like 15, 30 minutes at a time. That's going to take a long time to get through that game at short intervals like that.
0: I feel like Borderlands 2 would be one of those... I've never played the VR, so that that I did answer that part of the question, but I have no point of reference for this. I feel like Borderlands 2, with its art style and all the craziness that happens in that game would be really hard to, like, parse out what's happening. I feel like that would be the Battleborn technical test where, like, stuff is just everywhere. Everywhere. I feel like that'd be just too much.
1: And that's something else I worry about, and it'd make me sicker even faster. Then I only get, like, five, ten minutes, and I gotta get out of there. So I don't know. Once again, Gearbox, if you're listening, you want to ship it to me and let me check it out. I love Borderlands. Of course I will, but it's just one of those titles where I'm like, I don't know, man. I don't know about this. So sorry, Howard. I didn't get to check out the Borderlands Two with it, but I have played, of course, you know, the Astrobot, the little mouse game. I don't remember what it's called, Moss. Moss, I think it is. I think so. Uh, Beat Saber. I've played, obviously, the the VR, you know, Homeroom Madness and all those little games you go with it. I've played a little bit about everybody's golf, and uh, you know, so I've gotten around, and they're they're great. They're fun, but you gotta want to have it. Uh, if, if it's not something like you love and want you're going to try it out and you're going to put it away and you're never going to touch it again. So, this has to be something you're invested in and you really want to have. Otherwise, it's going to become a very expensive side tool sitting around at your house doing nothing. That is my summation of the PlayStation VR and and for that matter any VR headset at this moment at this moment in time because it is a novelty. It is really cool, but it's not getting, you know, the love and support of any main console you know, and with all the big games coming out, and it's not the big push. It's definitely right now a, a side mission in the gaming community.
0: I love how when the PSVR came out, it was going to be the big push because Oculus was coming out, the, the Vive and all this other stuff. Rift, was coming out. Yeah. As you and I, as old men have heard for years upon years upon years, we've heard this many times, this is the year of VR. This is the generation VR is going to take over. You know how many times it's happened? Zero. Now I will say this.
1: It's not this thing isn't going to rest though. I don't think VR is like just dead like Virtual Boy and all them. No, no. Right. It, this is they're still out there pushing. And I know this because I just saw it yesterday and I, I I toppled over my chair. And this was like at one AM last night, I think, mind you, or whatever, when I was delirious and the nerves were going crazy and <laughs> I was watching shows as I was catnapping. And there is an item. That is coming to the stores near you. It's Ready Player One. They did it. They have this rig that's only about as big as my table right here that you stand in and you've got this big old chest harness thing and you pop it on and you put on your Rift or your Oculus or whatever and it's got this weird like oval shaped pad thing on the ground. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that. And you just stand inside of it like kind of hovering in this huge chest harness as you run, and with the VR headset and your little two, uh, you know, Oculus Rift like dongles in your hands, and you're over here just running around, crouching, throwing bombs, doing whatever. And I went, Oh, here, this is another step in the direction. Here it is. They actually, some goons out there made the product, and here we go it ain't gonna take off yet. I don't this mind is, you.
0: This is gonna be the steel battalion controller for two hundred dollars if you want to be the met controller man and a bunch of cool people who I'm jealous of did get it and play it and say it's awesome. But I'm never gonna I'm never gonna get that. And this it's gonna be three thousand dollars when it but, comes but out. It'll You'll get never get but it it'll get never
1: cheaper get it. and cheaper. Is what I mean. This this ain't happening for us. I'm just saying it's happening and eventually they're gonna get it to a price point where normal folks are going to start to buy in, and all of a sudden it will be a bigger deal. Plus, VR will be, uh, obviously, uh, wire-free at that point, because we're already moving that way with the Quest. It's and coming. you and
0: I will be on this podcast, episode 900, and you'll go,
1: This is the year of <laughs> VR, Matt! And I'll <laughs> say, How many times have I heard that, Eric? And how many times has it been true 0 This is the real one, Matt. And then I'm going to disappear into VR, and you'll never hear from me again. And that'll be the real time, because that's what's going to happen.
0: <laughs> it'll never happen you'll be on your way to get it you'll plug in and all your nerves will give out that's what happened i'll see a band on the front of national Enquirer.
1: vr killed my husband yeah that'd probably be what happens we need to shut it down they murdered him (laughs) no he was just broken he was broken it wasn't his fault yeah (laughs) that is probably the future but for now it's a novelty and it's cool and it's fun but only invest if that's what you really want
0: Absolutely. So there's one mailbag question out of the three that were sent in. All you out there in podcast listener lane, if you got one for us, send it to us via the email, the Twitter, the Facebooks, any of the conversational things that you can get a hold of us. Send it, you know, send it a text to my cell phone. If you got my number, send me a mailbag question. I ain't giving out my number. If you know it, you know it. Hey,
1: while well, you're searching for Matt's number, which I'll post in some kind of encrypted code on Twitter later, you're
0: going to post it on Facebook and I'll never see it. <laughs> and no one will understand. <laughs>
1: It's going to be a beautiful thing, everybody. Ugh. But while we're doing that and screwing him over, you can also go over to Patreon and not screw us over and be like, hey, those guys were great. Throw us a buck, two bucks, three bucks, any kind of bucks. Helps us out. Keep the show running. Keep the old the old Internet's happy with the money they need to put our show on all the different places where we put it. It's weird. I don't know how it works. It's magic. It just happens. It's crazy. It's cool. If y'all could go over there and consider doing that, it would be very much appreciated because it does really help us out. If you can't, and you're like, I got no money, you know, I'm living in Texas, the snow has destroyed my home, everything's terrible, and and I can't do that right now. Hey, you know what? While you're sitting by your candlelit, you know, little table, cold as all hell, wondering if you're going to survive, write us a letter. You know, maybe talk to us. Tell us what you want to hear about. Tell, hey, what's some tips you need, things you want. Any kind of news, any kind of question that brightens our day, and we'd love to answer it and help you out. So consider doing that, possibly.
0: Absolutely, and consider listening to the very next episode, which is going to drop on the 25th on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Podbean, on Spotify, and on YouTube. And as I always say, if you like what we're doing, and you'd like to help us out, and you like this finger motion I'm doing back and forth that I never do and I'm doing it now, give us a like, rating, review, a comment, a subscription, any kind of good thing on any one of those good services, because it does help us out. And we really do appreciate it.
1: Indeed we do. Please consider them five-star reviews. We've had a couple recently and I was very happy.
0: But I'll be hungry
1: again soon, so, you know, probably go give us another one. Just saying. Maybe. Please. Thank you.
0: And until that point, there's nothing else to say but...